It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Mike McDaniel addressed the media for the first time since the end of the 2023 season at the NFL Scouting Combine today. What did he have to say about Tua Tagovailoa, the offense, and special teams coordinator Danny Crossman? We're here to talk about that here today on Locked On Dolphins. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, a lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked On Dolphins, co-host of Locked On NFL Scouting. You can find our shows on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Tip of the cap to our everydayers because it is your team every day. We don't just say it. We live it here on the Locked On Network. Today's episode of Locked On Dolphins is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. It's $150 if your bet wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Mike McDaniel spoke at the podium in typical Mike McDaniel fashion at the 2024 NFL Scouting Combine today. And he had some interesting things to say. He was asked about to Itangavaloa and the efforts towards a contract extension. He was talked about the evolution of this offense from 2022 to 2023 and 2023 to 2024. He was asked about special teams coordinator Danny Crossman and the decision to retain his services for the upcoming season. Lots of interesting talking points. And we're going to get into those three in particular here on this second Tuesday episode of Locked on Dolphins. I'm here in my hotel room in Indianapolis, back from the media workroom, back from podium sessions, hearing Mike McDaniel speak, and I have some clips. And the first comes when asked Mike McDaniel if he hopes that the Dolphins can come to a contract agreement with Tua Tungvaloa. Absolutely. You know, um, I I think one of the cool things uh, in in this organization is is how uh, you know communicative and how well I work with uh, Chris Greer, um, and and as well as how I can separate what my job is and what his job is and how we move forward. We're, um, I'm very encouraged. They're they're. You know, both to his representation and, and our um, organization's hard at work. Um, those timelines are impossible to predict. And I'm not, you know, my, my main concern this offseason has been communicating what, what Tua um, needs from his head coach and his offensive coaching staff, which is what things can we identify to continue the progression um, of your game the same way that we have since day one. And my belief... Um, has always been strong from day one into it. It's stronger um, than it was the first day I met him. And that's because uh, of, of that relationship where I'm focused, which is um, continuing to provide the coaching so he can continue to evolve his game as, as he has since the second that I started talking to him. So 
a couple key buzzwords here from Mike McDaniel. Um, very encouraged as vocabulary in talking about a contract extension. If you are a Dolphins fan who is not a fan of the quarterback or would like to see the team go in a different direction, just start mentally preparing yourself. This this is going to happen. And uh, this team feels as though based on the conversations, based on the vocabulary, based on what has been reported, uh, that the direction that they want to continue in at the quarterback position and offensively is tying Mike McDaniel to Tua Tungavaloa and trying to maximize that relationship as best as they possibly can. Well, Mike was very deliberate to say that you can't put a timeline something on something like this specifically because it's very difficult to project what that's going to look like, uh, but that both sides were hard at work in trying to uh, come to an agreement on a long-term contract extension. And he when asked if he would like to see it done, said, yes, absolutely. So whether or not this gets done in time for the start of the league calendar year, which is two weeks away, I think is a storyline uh, and focus for the Dolphins because that's one way for them to tap into uh, some of the salary cap space that they can open up to make themselves more competitive in the free agent window starting in the middle of March. Now, you certainly would not want to acquiesce on all of your price points and, and assumptions uh, for what you want to spend on the quarterback in order to just open up the cap space. But that is something that does, I think, work against the Dolphins and having some leverage in getting this done unless they are willing to go the mile, the full mile, and then some with the other alternatives that they have to tap into at least for the start of the league calendar year, not to necessarily get you cap compliant. They'll have no problem getting there without help from a Tua Tungvaloa contract extension. But if you want to have a competitive window to add tier three free agents to this roster, you know, very unlikely to see them add any tier one or tier two free agents just because of the dollars involved. But if you want to add fringe quality starters in one or two key spots, maybe non-premium positions, uh, that cap space is going to be important for Miami. He's on the books for $23 million this season. Get the contract extension done. This could float somewhere between 12 and 13, 13 and a half, $14 million in cap space, depending on how big of a signing bonus they want to give to Tua Tungvaloa. So, um, Continue to expect this storyline to continue to unfold for Miami in a way that bodes well if you are a fan of Tua Tungvaloa. If you're not a fan of Tua Tungvaloa, I get it. People have different tastes. But if you're a fan of the Dolphins, just be mentally prepared. This is coming. This is going to happen. And uh, when it does, uh, I'm sure there will be some sticker shock involved because <laughs> of uh, the, the dollars involved, and it's uh, that there's no greater market expansion right now than in quarterback contracts. You saw the market reset four times last summer between Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert, and Joe Burrow. Do I think Tua Tungvalo ultimately gets a top-of-market contract? I'd be surprised if, if he did, but I do think he is en route to probably a top eight top six annual average salary. Uh, and there's ways that you could dress that up depending on when and where you put the guarantees or the upfront cash that would 
give Tua a record-setting, and I'm using air quotes here for those of you not watching on YouTube, a record-setting contract in some capacity, even if you don't say, well, we're going to pay him on average more than Joe Burrow because that's the buzz uh, average that everybody likes to look to in terms of quantifying a player's pay in the NFL. But uh, Mike wasn't just asked about Tua. Uh, and he wasn't just asked about the things we're going to talk about here on the show, but these were the three things that that I came away with the biggest impressions on. He was also asked about the evolution of the offense this upcoming season. That is our focus next here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. So stick with us. Today's episode of Locked on Dolphins is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you Use it. The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know exactly what is important to you and make it a top priority. Therapy can help you find what matters most to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. It's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. I thought this one was a, a really interesting answer from Mike McDaniel because there's an assumption that, you know, year one to year two to year three in a system, which is what the Dolphins are now facing, year three in this offensive system with Mike McDaniel, uh, that there's just going to be a stacking and a compounding. And to some degree, there is. Um, it's not necessarily through the lens, however, of. 100 level to 200 level to 300 level of the same exact core concepts and principles. Uh, I do think it is interesting uh, th that uh, Miami's passing attack in particular had an evolution from 2022 to 2023. It became much more play action pass oriented versus RPO pass oriented, much less of the RPOs that the Dolphins ran to death <laughs> in 2022 with two, if we're being honest. Um, so there's not a one for one, but there is a greater understanding of the why and how you're applying things. And then as you build a larger catalog of year over year, if you have some guys who are sustained throughout the entirety of this era with Mike McDaniel, you could get into a game situation where depending on what a team is doing to you and trying to defend you, you guys can tap back into, Hey, remember in 2023 in week three, we did this offensively against Denver based on their front. Let's run that. And guys can have a recall in that and understand here's the adjustment and how it's going to work. Even if it wasn't necessarily front row center in your install in a gameplay. But um, Mike McDaniel was asked about his offense in year three versus what it has been uh, in 2022 and 2023. And in particular, how it will evolve 
this upcoming season? Yeah, I, you know, it's an interesting question that, that I that I regard, but you know, it's not like I I, I look at every off off season. Every year's offense is a constant evolution to your players and to what defenses are doing. So what we're doing, you know, I'm never going to copy paste and be like, well, we did, this is what we did in 2023, and let's work off of that. Um, I think that's part of the way that you can stay, uh, ultimately trying to create some uncertainty and indecision um, with offensive scheme. Um, and inherent in, in that is your constant evolution. You know, I'm, I'm not really ever uh, gloating on any successes of past. You're, you're more, what are we going to do with this set of players um, in this, uh, you know, so we're going to have some guys who are going to be year three, some guys year two, some new guys, um, but ultimately what's the best thing to serve them? And, you know, it's, it's not... That's naturally evolving. There's never been one year uh, from an offensive perspective that I can remember that we've seen exactly the same, and particularly since I got started here in 2022. So um, there'll be exciting uh, things that we do uh, different. There's going to be exciting things that we will evolve and from, and there's exciting things that we will uh, build upon um, the success of the first two years. I think the interesting thing that Mike says here is uh, talking about servicing the players that are there in that given year. And when you contrast and, and foil that for where the Dolphins are at from a personnel standpoint on offense, think about their core pillars. They have two offensive tackles under contract, although Mike McDaniel did say he's continuing to give Teron Armstead space to finalize a decision. Barry Jackson, the Herald, had reported that Teron Armstead is expected to play this upcoming season, but that uh, has not come from the horse's mouth yet in Teron Armstead. Uh, so, but you have two tackles under contract. You have a fullback and a tight end in Durham Smythe and Alec Ingold, who I think are good assets. You have cornerstone players in Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill. You have the quarterback position, and you have Devon A. Chan and Raheem Mostert at running back. You have a potential need for a power back. You have potential to upgrade your tight end to situation with Julian Hill. You have a wide open wide receiver room behind it, and your interior offensive line is a blank slate. Some people will look at that and say that is a daunting list of things to address, and, and it can be. Uh, there, there's not, we're not buying top shelf items and all of those needs for Miami, but the dolphins do have some ambiguity here with what direction they choose to go. Do you want to be more of a 12 personnel team versus a 11 personnel or a 21? Can you run more 22, which is two backs and two tight ends on the field? Like there's, you want to keep Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill is the centerpieces of your offense, rightfully so. But how do you complement around that, and how much diversity can you create based on what direction you choose to go? Are you going to go out and get Maulers up front on the interior to try to run more between the tackles and add a second tight end and be more of a 12-personnel team? So, like, they did their assessment of the season that was, and now their personnel decisions are going to give you clues 
as to what they are going to choose to try to be. And they have a unique situation in being able to uh, dictate tailoring the offense to the players by picking the players that are going to be the complementary pieces around the cornerstones that they have committed themselves to. So the Dolphins go out and they sign a tight end and they sign big body guys to, to, to match inside and they go out and they add a big bodied running back. That tells you one possible direction. If they continue to go out and get uh, separators in wide receiver, they don't really address the tight end position. Uh, they get c- continue to pursue maybe lighter or more athletic interior offensive linemen. Um, that would seem to indicate a different direction and what way they're choosing to go and how they're going to tailor their offense around the talent by picking the talent to fill out the offense, if that makes sense. So uh, Mike McDaniel kind of left it open, but he also did kind of cue that on a year-by-year basis, your personnel, your tailoring your personnel uh, as the, the means in which you're deciding what your offense looks like. Mike McDaniel was also asked about Danny Crossman, the special teams coordinator, and the decision to retain Danny Crossman for the 2024 season. And he said some stuff about Danny Crossman, but he also said a quote, which I think is really enlightening for Mike McDaniel and their approach as a whole to this football organization. That's next here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. Get buckets with your first bet at FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. No fancy quote here for um, segment three and, and Danny Crossman. This was a long-winded answer from Mike McDaniel. But uh, again, it it peels back the curtain a little bit on how this team operates and why they operate the way that they do and the decisions that they make and, and what leads into those decisions. Um. Mike McDaniel was asked point blank about the decision to retain Danny Crossman as the special teams coordinator. And Mike, to his credit, acknowledged the thing and said the thing out loud that we all have thought. The performance of the special teams unit has not been to the standard uh, that anyone should have expectation for. Uh, It has not been good. Special teams. I think it was better this year than last year, but that's also not saying much. Right. Um, But Mike McDaniel also said that there is a lot of layers involved in the special teams performance and that it's not as simple as saying the production is not here and therefore you should not be either. 
there's a complexity of peeling back compounding variables, which was the words that, that Mike McDowell used, compounding variables as far as special teams performance, including the scheme, the players, injuries, all that kind of stuff. And I think that's that's something that really I took to because I know in in our conversations and how I present this football team and how we have conversations about this football team and decisions that the team is making and breaking down what goes right, right and what goes wrong. We talk about force multipliers. We talk about um, complementary elements of the game. We talk about complementary players. Uh, that's an admission of that for Mike McDaniel. And it's affirmation for me that when I say it, I'm not just saying it to you to necessarily be noncommittal or unnecessarily optimistic or unnecessarily pessimistic or anything like that. Isolating a singular variable in football can be very difficult. And for special teams, when if there's an injury on defense, you can lose a special teams guy because he's got to go up and play defense now. And now somebody else has to step in and play the special teams role. That can lead to miscommunications from personnel calls because the guy's not used to being on it, so he's not, then he's not out there. It can lead to a lack of execution and performance because maybe a player didn't get the practice reps because the special teams guy was healthy and took the practice reps all week, and then a guy goes down and gets injured. And I get it. Nobody wants to hear these excuses. right? At the end of the day, performance was not to the standard that anybody needs on special teams. I get it. I really do. And Mike McDaniel said it out loud, so he gets it too. But in assessing the performance of the unit, an acknowledgement that there are compounding variables that make this a very layered decision as compared to binarily saying, the results aren't here, so you're not either, is, I think, a, a proper perspective. It is a, it's a good process. And I know we get the process versus results talking about this podcast and postseason success and playoff wins and all that stuff too. And you know what? What Mike McDaniel's talking about with the decision to keep Danny Crossman is another embodiment of process versus results in the same way as looking at uh, Chris Greer, who people like to uh, assemble every bit of blame on the face of the planet too for why this this team hasn't won a playoff game uh, in a longer span of time than any other team in the NFL, which is an unfortunate truth. But to just isolate an in, in individual for the things that went wrong and prevented that win from happening um, is too, in my, in my opinion, too narrow of a scope of the world. How many things in the world, let alone in the game, like in the game of football or the world, are that black and white, that absolute, this yes or no? Or are there not a thousand shades of gray? So when you step back, as Mike McDaniel did after the season, and remove the emotion from any decision that you make, when they assessed that element of the football team, Mike McDaniel has now told you, we found enough compounding variables that led us to the decision that moving on from a coach that the players positively responded to was not the right decision. Do I agree with it? No. I would have made the decision to move on from Dan Crossman. 
but I am not in the building and I was not a part of the conversations for what the compounding variables were. So if, if the Dolphins have a better performance on special teams this upcoming season, credit to them for the decision that they made. And if they don't, then there will be a lot of people who will cross their arms and stomp their feet and say, this should have been done two years ago. And we'll see if they then make the decision. At some point, everybody's grace runs out. Mike McDaniel, uh, however, has told all of us now that Danny Crossman says not. That's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Dolphins. It is your team every day here on the Locked on Network. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, this recap of Mike McDaniel talking to the media about this past season, the offense, Teron Armstead, to a tongue of a low and a contract extension, whole lot of good stuff. And we'll have more good stuff coming your way here from Indianapolis. I'm Kyle Krabs. Keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. I appreciate you guys checking out the show. See you tomorrow. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 